Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Hear ye, hear ye. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly dose of news from Kensington Palace to Buckingham Palace and beyond. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of five stars, if you don't mind. Please. It's just a nice thing to do. It's the only polite thing, honestly. Yes. Um, and this week we have a special guest, Diana Pearl, Hi. who is... Oh, hey, sorry. sorry. I was just so <laughs> I was so jazzed. I'm just gonna talk right over you. It might be a preview of the episode to come. Who knows? <laughs> um, anyway, thank you for being here with us, Diana. Thanks for having me. Um, so Diana is a Royals aficionado, mm-hmm. an expert, and a former Royals reporter for People Magazine. Yeah, big fan. Yes. So you are now you've now taken a break from the Royals. Yeah, yeah. It's been nice to kind of enjoy it as a fan and like get back to the love of the Royals versus when you do it for work and it yes. is like so tied to work. And especially, I literally left people the Monday after the royal wedding. So wow. it was like I did three 12 hour days in a row. And then I went to Bermuda and like sat on a beach for four days. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it was perfect. So you too had a royal wedding honeymoon. I did. I really did. Okay. I really did. Yours is less... Maybe they were in Bermuda they because might, I don't they know. won't tell us where it they went. It feels very British. Like all yeah. the street signs look like England and they drive on the left side of the road. It's like tropical England. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So I know you've left people, but do you have any intel on where the honeymoon was? Anything? I'm pretty like 99.9% sure it was in Namibia based on things no. I knew from when I was there. No, but they just said it wasn't. I he Did would they? lie. He's not going to tell the No Prince Harry literally just said the no, other I, day. I, yeah, wasn't I know. In Namibia. But I think he like would very easily like just say that. I don't think he'd lie. I'm so Really? Interested. He he I think you're underestimating like how much these people do not want the press to know about their lives. But to me, it's already over, so like don't I, I they are so protective like about things like they'll dress their kids in clothes that are already sold out so That's they true. know that they that people won't go and buy them like they really don't want press yeah. intrusion so yeah. I, but i'm i'm 99 sure it was in namibia okay and that's, that's not a pretty good source okay i like yeah. that i like that uh, well we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> first <laughs> we have uh, a royal refreshment and now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail so this week it is beer um this was actually a special request for me because it is one bazillion degrees outside yeah. in new york city right now on my way here to the pod, I, I didn't share this with any of you yet because I wanted to wait for this moment to horrify you. I was in such a crowded six train that I felt liquid on my forearm, my right forearm, and someone was sweating on me. Oh! I also got liquid on me from the train, but it was from the ceiling. Uh, the yes. roof was like oh, leaking that's mystery water. liquid. The so, air conditioning yeah. freon with liquid. So when I got to the studio, I washed my hands because I was like, I'm gross. I'm realizing. <laughs> I'm realizing now. I did not wash my hands. But we are having. Uh, we're having beer because it's, I mean it is related to the royals in that Prince William loves a beer. Yes, he loves Stella Artois and Guinness, and we are not drinking either of those. But we are pretending. So 
it's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretending. Also, it's a little better than Stella, to be honest with you. It is a Blue Point toasted lager, which is the pride of Long Island. <laughs> yeah, and also we are recording this special Independence Day yeah. episode, so of course we have to have beer. Yeah, and very fitting. I think like at least it's not Bud Light, you know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind that I'm from New Jersey, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so I forgot to give us a little rundown. So this week's episode, we're talking about some news. Of course, uh, Meghan Markle's at the polo match with Serena Williams. No big deal over the weekend. I was about to say no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> also, she, you guys are on the same uh, wavelength. we are. And she wore pants. That's that's the highlights of the news this week. She wore pants. Um, and then we're going to do Meghan Markle's Guide to the Fourth of July. Yeah. As pulled from her lifestyle blog, The Tig, R.I.P. Our IP. Miss it. Miss it every day. Every day. And then we're going to do a little rundown memory lane of the Royals' best moments in America, which I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. So this Independence Day is very special, not because, sorry, not only because of this episode that I know that everyone's going to be playing at their 4th of July barbecue, (laughs) even though this is coming out the day after 4th of July. Mm. So. It's a long holiday. They're post for You'll like July figure it out. You'll like have a second one, a yeah. second <laughs> have, barbecue. You guys are going to barbecues every day this week, so help yeah. me God, and you're playing the episode at all of them. <laughs> yes, but it's also my first 4th of July as an American citizen. Oh, oh congratulations. Yes, thank yeah. you. I naturalized at the beginning of January, not because I was feeling overly American, just no, because of patriotic like, time now. No, yeah. I was just like, I think it might get a bit harder, so might as well do it now. Smart. That's good. So, so welcome. It. Welcome to America. Yeah, Thank you. Congrats. I mean, like 10 to 15 years after you first came here? Yeah. 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 But what's really nice about not being fully American is that everybody wants to marry me right now. That's true. Because yeah. I'm Canadian, so everyone's like, I figure you're Canadian by the voice. I already <laughs> yeah. told my friend Ode that I would marry her, but like, I don't know. I love this attention, so I'm really yeah. open to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, keep like, it keep it rolling as long as you can. Like, please, anybody. Happy Canada Day as well. Thank you. Yesterday, right? yes. And also, you guys can't see this at home, but we are slightly patriotic in our outfits. Yes. So I'm wearing an all blue dress because... I'm- I have to do laundry, and this is literally the only dress I have left. <laughs> it's a great dress. I'm wearing all red, and Diana's in sort of a beige. We're gonna we're gonna beige. count. I have it. a white skirt. Yeah, so. we're, we're counting it. Yeah. I think it's off white. Yeah. yeah, we're in red, white, and blue. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, and we have this week in royal history. And now this week in royal history is the birth of Princess Diana. Yeah, so a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she was born on July 1st, 1961. Um, she was born the Honorable Diana Frances Spencer. And then when she was only 14, she was sort of, her dad was promoted, essentially. And so she became Lady Diana Spencer at 14. I, I love that she was born on the Sandringham estate. I know. Yes. She had that royal connection. Quite literally yeah. to the manor born. <laughs> yeah. she, I, it's so rare that I get to use that phrase properly, but she was to the manor born. And people even thought that her family was like more prestigious technically than the Windsors because the Spencers are this really old English family, whereas the Windsors have like all the German connections. So oh, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. So she was definitely like well-born. Yes. <laughs> so there was a lot of attention on her from such a young age as a potential uh, love interest of Charles. And honestly, when you look back at the the age the ages at which these gigantic decisions were being made. <laughs> it was it was pretty gross. Yeah. Um, so she, we've talked 
a lot in the past about our complicated feelings for Camilla and how Charles dated her first and then he couldn't marry her because she was maybe not a virgin. Um, and part of what people <laughs> liked about Diana was that people, by people I mean the establishment, liked was that she was young and probably virginal mm-hmm. and hadn't dated before. Yeah. Um, so she was put in front of Charles as a potential life mate at age 18 they which were, is nuts which is gross also because he was so much older yeah he also knew her since she was a child yeah but he dated like, her sister yeah, yeah he dated her older sister ew so she was put in front of him at events as a potential and they spent some time together in the summer of 1980 um and then he proposed to her in february 1981 and they announced it so that's later that 19 month. age 19 yeah. yeah which is a drinking age in canada yeah <laughs> canada day well, that's the thing. She or she couldn't even like have champagne at her wedding reception. No, it's it's <laughs> it's truly it's so striking. So she got married at age twenty, um, or no, sorry, she had just turned twenty one a couple of days before. Um, and what I liked about we we did some deep dives um, into her bio for this week in royal history, and I want to share some some things that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. You guys can jump in as well. Um, so her first official royal appearance after announcing her engagement was at a poetry reading hosted by Princess Grace of Monaco. Oh, yeah. I've seen the mm-hmm. photos and she looks so like kind of doe-eyed and just so young. Yes. Yeah. And she wore like an off-the-shoulder uh, black gown, which was, sort of was her first entry point of fashion. Like, all eyes were on her mm-hmm. and she was fashionable right out the gate. Um, oddly, her first royal trip, her first overseas royal visit once she was uh, married was to Princess Grace's funeral with the queen. So that's like an interesting tie-in for me. Um, They were married on July 29th, 1981. She gave birth to William less than a year later. So she was 20. Yeah. 22. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 20. 1981. Oh, yeah, you're right. 20. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, we've yeah. had like two sips of beers. <laughs> <laughs> a yes, lot of years. Just, well, I, again, it's just because it's so gross that I can't fully wrap my brain around yeah. it. I know. Like she got married at twenty because she was of good stock. Like yeah. this happened in my, my uh, like almost our lifetimes. It's just so bizarre when you compare that to um, Meghan Markle marrying in at thirty six. Is yeah. just beyond. But I do think like the whole Diana thing is the reason people like Meghan Markle, Michael Markle, sorry, can exist in the family now Absolutely. because it went so poorly. They're like, you know, we really just need to prioritize people being in love and being good partners. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Less of an arranged marriage. Yeah, and um, I think about myself at twenty with a fake ID that I got. Yeah. I used to work at Steve Madden in college, That's and a girl. <laughs> Who was like a year older than I was. We worked together at Steve Madden and she had brown curly hair and I have brown curly hair. So I had her fake ID. Oh, that's and so nice of her. Having that ID, well, I had to pay her 40 bucks. Oh, but still having, 40 bucks. But that ID that was like how I survived being 20. And that was like the greatest accomplishment of oh being 20. So I, I can't imagine that age being the age that like I marry into the royal family. I can't. Yeah. All, like all the eyes on you. No. Yeah. So she, oh, sorry. So apologies for that. She produced Prince William. She produced a male heir at 21 years old, less than a year after she got married. So they got right to it. Um, And of course, we know what we remember about Princess Diana is all the charities that she championed, um, the National AIDS Trust, um, the Landmine Commission, uh, the Leprosy Mission, all the, and of course, lots of arts organizations that English National Ballet and um, the Natural History Museum and things like that, Royal Academy of Music. But what you really remember are the landmines um, Mm -hmm. holding babies with HIV and those sort of iconic moments from her life. Um, What else? What else sticks out to you guys? Um, Well, so I thought it was interesting that at first when 
uh, Charles and Diana announced their separation mm-hmm. in December 1992. Um, they maintained that they were not going to get a divorce. But then they both went on to give like disastrous television interviews. And yeah. so the queen literally like wrote to them and said, please, please, please get a divorce. Yeah. yeah so I didn't know this either until I read it today that um, it was announced by Buckingham Palace that the queen had sent letters to Diana and Charles advising them to divorce as quickly as possible. Talk about <laughs> your intrusive mother-in-law. Seriously. Like, writing please. You, yes, please. Writing you a formal letter and then announcing it to the media. Yeah. And you think about like how much that must have meant for her to do like how bad things must have been because I feel like the reason that in 1992 they said they weren't going to divorce is because the divorce was still kind of like not a thing for them yeah you think about the crown and like Mm -hmm. yeah Peter Townsend like how appalling it would be for them to announce a divorce and then of course within like five years you know Princess Anne and um, Mark Phillips and Fergie and Andrew and Charles and yes (laughs) lots of divorce (laughs) in the late 80s and early 90s Um, and so their divorce became final in 96 and Diana got um, 17 million pounds and then an annual stipend for her offices, and she also got to keep the Kensington Palace apartment. Um, she was still styled as Diana, the Princess of Wales, and she still was really involved with a lot of um, the same causes that she was so passionate about. And yeah. Then, she did resign her like official patronages, which I don't think I knew either, but I guess that would be appropriate. The day after her divorce was finalized, she announced her formal resignation, but she kept being involved in uh, philanthropy work, mm-hmm. especially the, the AIDS Trust and Leprosy Mission, and her final public appearance, um, like not the photos of her on the yacht with Dodi Al-Fayed or any of that. Um, her final public appearance was at a landmines campaign uh, in Bosnia. That yeah. was in early August was her final event. Um, and of course, we know what happened after that. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that speaks to just so like how tragic because she really was like blossoming into this new role. And it's, yeah. like she was only 36. You know, yeah. that's such a t- like me- that's Megan is just beginning her royal life. She was just yeah. beginning this like to find herself philanthropically and, and all that's not even philanthropically, but like on her own two feet without the royal family supporting her. Makes me really sad. Yeah, that's really <laughs> awful. So the best thing um, you can do to honor Diana is, you know, read up on her. She had an amazing life, and she supported amazing causes. And maybe try to embody her a little bit this week, as we're, you know, not doing so great in America either. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll move on to happier things, um, like Meghan Markle going to a polo match in pants. <laughs> I was so excited because so. Okay, the first day she was not wearing pants. She was no. wearing kind of a conservative. Is that gingham? Yeah. Yeah, a conservative yeah. gingham button-down dress uh, with, I think it's like the same white fedora we've seen her in so many yeah. times that yeah. she loves. But then she was wearing cute, like, kind of strappy sandals. Yeah, and they're like... from that, I think Sarah Flint is the designer, and oh. she designed those flats that she wore to the Invictus Games in oh, Toronto last year. Yeah, nice. so one of her favorite. Okay. But and it's an American shoe designer. I'm 99.9% sure. Okay. But yeah. what's amazing about this, the first day, so luckily our as we can say now, our dear beloved friends, the Fug Girls. <laughs> yes. They uh, tweeted out, because I wasn't really paying attention to this because I was covering um, protests that day. Um, yes. But on Saturday, um, she attended the polo match with her friend Serena yeah. Williams because Serena's in town or in the country because Wimbledon's about to start. And so yeah. she, br- Megan brought along Serena and her Reddit co-founder husband, Alexis Ahanian. <laughs> Who's and so cute. There's not a lot of pictures of them all together. This is kind of just like a chance paparazzi photo, but mm-hmm. I just think that's so great. I just love like, yeah. oh yeah, my friend's in town. I'm going to bring her to this polo match. This thing I have. I also feel like, um, and Diana, I would love your thoughts on this, mm-hmm. that I feel like this is laying the groundwork for 
uh, for Megan going to Wimbledon and cheering her on. Oh, she's definitely going to Wimbledon. Yeah. There's like no way she's not. I think I saw today some British newspaper reported like confirmed she'll be there, but that could, that's probably confirmed by a source, so not okay. confirmed by the palace. Okay. So um, my and my true vision. Yeah. Um, but she was I, at this event, sorry, last year yeah. as well. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, my true vision is that Kate might pop up, and this is the thing that uh, Megan and Kate go to together would yeah. be Serena's one of her finals. I really don't know because I feel yeah. like Kate is very much doesn't do things when she's like on yeah. maternity leave and likes to just hole up in her palace, which is fine. But I, she loves tennis. She and loves she's tennis. involved with the All England Club. So if she came out for anything, I think this would be it. But okay. I don't know. And also, I don't think she will. <laughs> God bless every media outlet that did a slideshow of, uh, including the Fug Girls, of Kate Middleton's best faces at Wimbledon. They're so great. Yeah. Because she wears the cutest outfits. Um, she really does because it's, it's a touch less stiff. So it's always mm-hmm. like great floral day dresses. Yeah. And she makes the goofiest faces. She really does. Yeah. It's feel like it's where the facade comes down and we get to see... Her, yeah, you know? she's like really goofy and really excited, and she's screaming. And like her and William are both like, it's not as uh, not as intense as the Olympics. That's my gold standard yeah. of William and Kate at a sports thing where yeah. they basically look like they're like about to bang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that All literally hugging. was like I remember that day yeah. so well when those photos came out. Yeah, twenty twelve. I was just yeah. like they. F. They F. <laughs> <laughs> we should use our producers again. Um, yeah, I, I just loved that image of Kate jumping into William's I know. arms. And I don't even remember what It was my phone background for a really long time. And also, her, not to like... <laughs> I know. He her stomach her... is so flat. Yeah. Also. But he kind of touches it and you see a little bit of her stomach. Oh, yeah. I see this picture <laughs> a lot. It's, it's one of them. the best royal photos. I think about this a lot. In, of the past decade. <laughs> say, we've gotten oh. into real, real creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... So the first day, Saturday, the Fug Girls alerted us to the fact that Serena was in attendance with Megan, and that was amazing. But then the second day, the Sunday of the polo match, because I guess a charity polo match needs two days. Sure. Um, Megan wore pants, and it was her first time wearing pants since the royal wedding. So it's like this huge landmark occasion. It'll be in her bio one day. But yes, I was <laughs> amused by the E article. Like the final sentence is, this marks the first time Megan has worn pants at a public event since her and Harry's royal wedding. Um, it's actually very similar to her Invictus Games like debut outfit yeah, with like a really big is. like blousey white button down tucked into pants, but she's wearing her little slim black pants again. And she wore Chanel flats and uh, that Madewell fedora. Yeah. Again. I liked seeing her in clothes. Like it was a nice reminder because she's really been upping the royal factor in her yes. outfit since the wedding, um, you know, to some good and some not so good results. But I liked seeing her in like such a Megan outfit, knowing yeah. that that like sense of her style still yeah. remains within. Also, she just looks cool. Yeah. I mean, I'd much yeah. rather see her in this than like that. I'm sure you guys discussed that Oscar de la Renta. Was that from Celia McGurkdale's wedding? Oh, was that yeah. the like the blue cousin? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. Hit yeah, <laughs> again, this fits her. That's why this is yeah, better. The, exactly, the pants fit her beautifully. The white button down is, is exactly the kind of thing I myself could not wear. Mm-hmm. That's not my look. I can't do a blousey white button down. I'm not French enough. I can't because my I body think you type. Could. Yeah, it's I just like a body could. type thing. Oh, I feel like it's it's like I for everyone. Do- I can't do button downs, and this is going to sound like a humble brag, but it's not. <laughs> I know, I know act- exactly where you're doing because I'm currently gesturing at it with my hands. Yeah, because it's an actual yeah. problem. Like, yeah, I have a larger thing. chest, so I can't do button downs, and the it's gape. just a fact of my life. Like, I've had to adjust. Like, I would love nothing more than to wear a button yeah. down. Actually, I could wear one button down, so I stole it from my friend. <laughs> I told her I was borrowing it, but <laughs> it was, a, yeah. it was a, a small subsidy to you. Yeah, well, maybe I mean, the Megan the the husband shirt because that's like yeah. supposed to be oversized, so it 
it's you know it's less like stretch I don't yeah. know yeah I mean and listen also if it has to go over top of like a giant chest yeah no totally I know what you mean I know what yeah. you mean I mean it's if hard. you have if we had Megan's tailors perhaps mm-hmm. but we know how we feel about Megan's tailoring yeah anyway <laughs> I'll move quickly on the point is we loved seeing you Megan I love seeing you chill and just like at a sporty thing on grass with your friend serena yeah though again being so hot myself right now the concept like just the pure concept of wearing pants and a long sleeve shirt to a sporting match outdoors right now i know blows my mind yeah i know you mean hot like heat but i like to think you mean hot like hot hot (laughs) no i'm i'm quite hot i'm quite hot i'm wearing like i'm basically wearing a muumuu right now as (laughs) as little clothing as can touch my body as possible and then the next little royal update that we're giving is uh, Queen Elizabeth hasn't been doing that well. I mean, you say it like it's not a big deal, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. So she had I'm a cold about it. and she had to cancel a royal appearance, although it was after doing nine appearances in 10 days. Yeah. Which so, is a lot for a 92 year old. Yeah. But now we've read in the sun. So like, okay. My stance on the sun is like take it with a grain of salt, if except from, they get all these yeah. Taylor Swift exclusives. So also <laughs> trust them. Yeah, they honestly, their royal reporter Emily Andrews is like yeah. very good. It's like I know they're a tabloid, but like I believe everything that yeah. they say. And I think also like things that we consider to be kind of in the U.S. kind of tr- trashy, to mm-hmm. be frank, like the Daily Mail, the Sun. In England, those are like their big national newspapers yeah, that people true. read you know what i mean and that's that's they have that huge national newspaper culture that we don't really have here interesting so well, i do think they're they're more well sourced so the sun reported that the queen needs knee surgery but she's not going to have it she's going to deal with the pain because she doesn't want to have to cancel more appearances yeah so <laughs> i think she should just have the surgery <laughs> i mean just imagine if it was your own grandma who's like no I'm just going to push through. I mean, again, it's such a weird thing. Like, I don't want to be morbid, but it's kind of difficult not to be. But I sometimes think that she operates thinking, like, I'm just going to go till I die. Yeah. Like, she's not trying to protect her health and further her health by actually taking care of it. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to go out in a blaze of glory. I'm going to keep going to events until I drop dead. I do. I personally think she's going to live another 10 years. I hope so. Her mom yeah. did. Yeah, her, exactly. Her mom my did. My grandma Ryan's about to turn 100, so probably. That's and amazing. my grandma Ryan drinks a lot. So <laughs> yeah. Not, not like an alcoholic, but she loves whiskey. <laughs> Sherry. I mean, whenever you, they have those I'm interviews. I'm <laughs> Whenever they have interviews with like 120-year-old women and they ask them for their advice, yeah. it's always like, I've been drunk every day since the 40s. And they're also always Same. like, I'm single. I never got married. Yeah, it's always that stuff. Um, but yeah, she's just pushing through which i guess i i don't i, I don't know if i admire it i don't want to encourage she kind of is behavior. Though going to be taking a lot of time off in august to go up to scotland so maybe yeah. that would be a good time yeah even though i know she like treasures her time to relax about moral but and not to get too political but i do think that if you have a job that's a lifelong post maybe instead of resigning and ruining women's reproductive rights you should just <laughs> stay in your post and i didn't know last. i truly didn't know where that was going um at i first. know i thought you were gonna be talking about i'm talking about Trump justice meeting. anthony kennedy <laughs> of the you. supreme court thank you yeah just to bring that into uh, everyone's lives our current role is if you are a good and sane person you have to keep working until you drop dead yeah, yeah. Um, i literally want to like bury you i'm kidding that's morbid. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So um, I'm anyway. going to go. I'm going to pop us back up with this hilarious quote to the sun from this source. Um, People from her and Philip's generation battle through problems and carry on. Her majesty doesn't like to cause any fuss, followed by the fact that the queen still carries out more than 200 engagements a year, which my iPhone calculator says is 3.84 a week. That's a lot. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a lot more than 
Kate does. I mean, (laughs) shade. Um, Also, I just think when you're 92, like, if you make an appearance at Christmas Eve, that's, like, an accomplishment. Yeah. Like, if you, like, wheel out to say happy Christmas to your family. And I do think Charles is very capable, and she can count on him. I know she doesn't want to pull what, like, you know, people in the Netherlands do, where you abdicate when you're just like, I'm ready to Mm -hmm. not work anymore. I know she doesn't want to do that, but he is more than capable to kind of carry the torch if she yeah. needs to have surgery. Yeah, and would probably think, love like, to. I'm a big Charles fan, so. Oh, yeah. interesting. I know you don't meet a lot of us, but I like it. That's a strange addition to yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, it's me. good. It's good. <laughs> it's important. Uh, actually, I want to- I think he works really hard. He does. Yeah, and he, know, he, he really knows the job. He's very prepared for it, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I also want to make mm-hmm. a point that this event that she did not attend, the reason why we even knew she was not feeling well was because she didn't attend this event that Angelina Jolie appeared And she looked very royal. Yeah, Celeb Bitchy wrote a post because it was the day, either the day that this happened or the day after uh, Kennedy said that he was Mm going to be resigning from the Supreme Court. And Celeb Bitchy did something where they were like, everything sucks, but like, let's just look at these pretty pictures of Angelina Jolie. She looks so pretty. She's like put together, very royal. She's perfect. Super royal. I don't even, she's never done anything like this before. It wasn't like she was at the royal wedding. No, no. She doesn't like rub elbows, even though she is very philanthropic. Well, Um, not to do too much of a segue, but she wanted to move to the UK and that was a big problem in her divorce with Brad because she was trying to move the kids to England and he said no and Mm. so there's all this back and forth so like she wants to be in England I heard that she wanted to like join the House of Lords like wanted to be involved with British politics I mean sure I think we could like use her over here but we could use her anywhere we could use that that star power the lips the charisma we just everyone needs it spread it around it's been too inactive for too long but yeah it was really cool to see her full glove fascinator gloves Mm -hmm. she looked really good it yeah. was exquisite. She also wore like $2,100 shoes mm-hmm. um, with like this intricate carved heel. It was insane. Um, so cool, Angelina. I like it. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of Americans, <laughs> that was not your best segue, but I'll allow it. <laughs> I thought that was such a great transition. You were just talking and I wasn't really listening. And oh, I was just that's, like, that's explains thinking it. of my amazing transition. That and explains I was like, it. she's American. We're about to talk about Americans. <laughs> Ugh, the Let's worst. Okay. So one of her many Hallmark Channel movies uh, is called When Sparks Fly, and it is about Independence Day. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Amazing. She made, as we know, the Hallmark Channel loves making seasonal movies. They do something somewhere between 400 and 500 Christmas movies. I'm just like, that's an approximate number. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but totally. sh- they, they crafted a movie around the 4th of July that stars Meghan Markle. It came out a couple of years ago. Um, and Honestly, the connection to 4th of July, it's not dissimilar to that trend a couple of years ago when movie studios were making like a Valentine's Day movie Mm -hmm. with like 25 different Hollywood B-listers or a New Year's Eve movie where they all like sort of one of those ensemble things. It's that same idea where you're like, oh, it's 4th of July. We have to release a 4th of July movie. We'll make it a rom-com. It's a girl whose dad owns a fireworks company, and she goes home for the 4th of July. To cover it for the newspaper where she works in the big city, which is Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So, I really connect with this, though, as I am from Chicago, and I am a journalist. So. Yes. You, too. Your story yeah, kindred could, be, spirits. could be something that, they, that Hallmark jumps off on. Yeah. If only you had a father who ran a fireworks company. I don't, sadly. But I feel like we should re- read the little blurb about it. Yes, please. Yeah. So, Vulture which is a New York Magazine website. No big deal. <laughs> plug, plug, um, plug. Yeah. Just 
helping my bosses out. Okay, so Vulture did a little roundup of all of her uh, Hallmark movies. Thank you, Vulture. But what they wrote was, rounding out Hallmark's iconic 4th of July <laughs> film slate, which, you know, sounds right. Exactly. Markle portrays a Chicago journalist named Amy, who briefly returns to her hometown for a holiday assignment. And spoiler, the holiday assignment is covering fireworks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fourth Riveting. of July. Riveting. Yeah. <laughs> and in an unsurprising twist, matters of the heart follow. She begins to reignite romantic feelings for her high school boyfriend who conveniently never left town. Sounds right. While still latching onto her hotshot older boyfriend who frequently leaves her to travel to exotic European destinations for work. So he cares more about her work than he cares about her. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. And he's played by Betty's dad from Riverdale. And we wonder whom she'll choose. Exactly. Um, so yeah. And then I, I bet Sparks fly. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to guess. Do you know what's really crazy about this movie? I'm not sure exactly what year it came out, but I think it was like 2014. Like right the year they met. Like, yeah, 2015. Like this was late into her acting career. Well, not just late into her career, but the most recent yeah. year when she had like, it was the beginning <laughs> yeah. of her royal life. Yeah. So that's what was, I mean, it's just that's what was going lot. on for Meghan Markle the year she met Prince Harry. Yeah. She had just made a Hallmark movie timed to 4th of July. So I get why she was like, yeah, I'm okay with retiring and becoming a royal. <laughs> exactly. Again, no uh, apologies to Suits fans, but like this is what she had going for her at the time. Um, not great. Not great. But it is available on YouTube. So Yeah, the entire type, thing. If you just type it into wow. YouTube, we were watching it, like you can you can watch that whole thing and I gotta say, like, I have seen suits and I think she did like a good job on suits. Didn't really require that much work, but she did like a great job. But on this it's very theatrical. And I had to think, like, is this one of those things where she's required to be over the top in everything she says, like Oh, I love fireworks. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it, that's the vibe they go for. Because like I have Hallmark to imagine, moment. like, she went to Northwestern Drama School. Like, you have to imagine there she is talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Listen, she did the best with the material she was given. Yeah. I think it's just, I, like, I wrote a story when I was at People of, like, everything she had ever done, like, on her filmography. And after I was like, I have never fully grasped how hard it is to make it as an actress. That's a great mm-hmm. point. Until writing that story. And, like, yeah. seeing all the, like just little bit parts she did in shows over the years. And, I mean, she's gorgeous. Like and bartender Like went three. to Northwestern. Yeah, like all this stuff. It's hard. It's it, hard it's, out there for a girl. It is really yes. hard. Um, but we have more America content. This yes. is what I'm the most jazzed about because I love a stroll down memory lane and I love a rabbit hole. So we'll talk about <laughs> the best royal moments in America. And I welcome you. I encourage you to enter your own rabbit hole on these you were looking at me when you said that, so I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I think I'm doing that. You love a research rabbit hole, as we all do. This is why we're journalists, first of all. Um, so yeah. we made a list of some of our favorite moments of the royals in um, America. Here's one. William and Kate meet Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Full stop. What else do you need to say? Yeah. It was a great three days. It's when they were in New York. Yeah. Were you at People at the time? No, I was not, which bothers me immensely because I definitely <laughs> could have gotten press credentials if I had yes. been at People. That but they game. did have an appearance at, they went to dinner, I don't know if you remember this, with, or it was like a reception with Hillary Clinton at the British Ambassador's residence, <sighs> which is a block away from my apartment. Oh my God. And I found the address somehow and I like saw that. I just ran there after work and saw them. <laughs> is that where she met Jenna Lyons of... No, that was the next day. Uh, yeah. What a great trip that was. Yeah, yeah it so was. At the Barclay Center, when they were attending a basketball game, they obviously met Beyonce and Jay-Z. Uh, Jay-Z owns 
part of the Nets. So yeah. he's always at the Barclays Center. Mm-hmm. But I really also like, so, okay, of course, meeting Beyonce is probably like the highlight of their life. It's a dream that I have and I'm confident will never be achieved. Correct. Which I do not think is like me you know, talking shit about myself. It's no. just a reality. No. She of, doesn't meet well, many people. Yeah, no. like I'm never going to meet her. I mean, I'm available, but it's not going to happen. But, okay, so that is the highlight. But another thing that I love is the picture of them with LeBron James because it was a Cle- it was a Brooklyn Nets uh, Cleveland Cavaliers game and he put his arm around her mm-hmm. because he was just taking a picture. Like, right. He didn't care. It's and like, he's giant. He has to rest his arms somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And so all the head- headlines were like, oh no, he touched her. But like, it wasn't like a bad touch. It's just no. a normal picture. But that's yeah. not what you do. You do not touch them. I do think though, those are the sort of things that people like to just like latch on to totally. for content and clicks because it's like protocol. Well, it's Even like though LeBron James breaks matter. protocol with yeah. Kate Middleton. You're like, what did they make out somewhere? Yeah. No, he just like put his arm around her for I really a think Kate was fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I you know. loved it. It's probably the, one of the better days she's had. Yeah. Let's be honest. She like got to eat popcorn, Beyonce. watch basketball, meet friggin' Beyonce. Yeah. And then you got to like hang out with LeBron James. Actually, since we, I just remembered this, I don't think I've ever shared it with you, Lisa. For my birthday in March, my best friend Brittany had cookies made of the scene where Kate Middleton met That's Beyonce. That's amazing. <laughs> really? So, so delivered to my desk at Cosmo where I was at the time. I had something like 30 cookies delivered of Beyonce and Kate Middleton meeting. Who is this Brittany? Is she like interested <laughs> in another friend? Exactly. <laughs> Brittany, Can hello. Can you think of a more magical birthday gift That's than that? That's amazing. You cannot. And then the scene was sort of inscribed, um, happy birthday, Kate Men's. Um, Brittany, my birthday is January 29th. <laughs> <laughs> so that was lovely. That's how important that moment was to me. Um, I will say as special as it was, it still amuses me that like Beyonce, obviously, as she always does, looks perfectly at peace and relaxed with the insane crowd mm-hmm. that's around them as this moment occurred. Um, Kate Middleton is wearing an incredibly stiff tweed yeah. jacket yeah. and jeans. <laughs> like It's not so different from uh, last week when William, as we discussed, William was photographed with the Crown Prince of Jordan <laughs> watching sports and the Crown Prince is wearing like jeans and a t-shirt mm-hmm. and William is wearing a blue button down tucked into khakis. Yeah. Like they're, they're so uptight. Again, they need to be, I say this with all the love, this is why they're together. Um, but it's just so funny to me that like she's courtside and she's wearing this very yeah. intense royal outfit. Um, but I still love that moment, obviously. Yeah. Um, so that's great. that's a, a great, great one. Uh, before we jump to the next one, I want to uh, step back a bit and go to the fact that, of course, um, the the boys, William and Harry, have a bit of a history with the United States, not just because one of them chose an American wife, but uh, they went to Disney World when they were little kids in 1993. <laughs> It's one of the most charming America stories that you could possibly find in their history. Um, it was really a special moment that Princess, speaking of her with her birthday, she brought them mm-hmm. to uh, Disney World in Florida. Yeah. And I feel like it so personifies like what you think of as Diana as a parent, like yes. trying to make them have a normal life. But my favorite anecdote from that story is how Harry said later on, I'm pretty sure not to pl- plug my old workplace, mm-hmm. but it was an interview with people. And he said that... Um, they went on Splash Mountain like 15 times and they went on it so many times that his policeman got sick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he felt like his personal bodyguard puked because they went on (laughs) Splash Mountain so many times, which is just so charming. We've all seen the pictures of it. It's so iconic. She just looks like 
Diana looks like she's having the best time. Yeah, yeah it's really sweet. And there are so many like just lovely little moments from that trip. Um, even some, something as small as Princess Diana, when they're on Splash Mountain um, or on like a log flume or something, reaches her hands out to block the boy's eyes so that the water doesn't splash him in the face. Yeah. It's such like an, one of those. Inst- it's almost like the mom move of like you're driving and the car stops short and you put your arm across the the passenger seat. She blocks their faces so they wouldn't get too splashed. Um, so that's incredibly sweet and. Harry has brought it up a bunch of times. Um, yeah. How special that moment was. Um, they were about eight and ten at the time, and she was thirty-one, which is my age. And I, what am I doing? Oh my god, she was thirty-one. She's two <laughs> children, eight and ten. <laughs> just, Can I tell Christ. you? I'm also thirty-one, and this weekend I was working at my friend Dana Evans' um, charity bake sale uh, to raise family for. I'm sorry, raise money for families separated at the border. And there was a baby there, and it was the most beautiful, adorable, mm. like perfect baby I've ever seen and I was like should I have a baby but then I thought about it and I was like I'm not ready I'm not ready but in that moment I was like am I a mom well listen you live in Brooklyn it was inevitable that some sort of moment like that would happen um but no that I just think about being 31 with a 10 and 8 year old it is mind-blowing yeah um but obviously Princess Diana did a great job with that role and she brought the boy she insisted that the boys have a normal childhood and one of those aspects was going to Disney World yeah and when they were actually in, um, when Harry was in Orlando for the Invictus Games in 2016, he went back on Splash Mountain and yeah. like, did a quick visit, That's which is really like a cute, cute throwback. Yeah. yeah. So I love that you just went ahead to Disney World because in the rundown, we, the next thing is arguably the most important royal thing to happen in the U.S. in yeah. decades. But <laughs> ever, Caitlin, will ever happen. Caitlin was I like, saved it as dessert. Yeah. She was like, before we go to this, let's do some like family friendly stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so the, the best, the best British royal moment in the United States. Yes. Obviously, we're talking about Harry and Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, again, the British royal, for this segment, none of which we'll be getting into, I researched that, like, Queen Elizabeth has been here something like seven times. She comes every couple of years. She's done tours of Kentucky. Tours of Kentucky, Diana. Yeah. I guess you have uh, to, like, spread it, spread the love. Yeah. She's done, of course, New York and D.C. and California and Texas. Um but and she's in freaking Kentucky, but we don't. Charles care. has been to Kentucky too. I think. Yeah, and yeah. Charles and Camilla also um, spent their honeymoon, like their very first visit as a as a couple, as a married yeah. couple. They came to the United States. All of that so diplomatic. Did Will and Kate because they came to L. A. Oh, that summer right. after can after Canada. You're right. Canada first, but of course. Yeah. Um, so all of that, all that diplomatic crap, if you will. <laughs> Poor Queen Elizabeth probably visiting like coal mines in Kentucky. All of that is unimportant to us compared to Harry going to Vegas and getting naked. It was so So where were where were you guys when that news broke? Because I remember distinctly where I I honestly don't remember, which is unlike me. But I like remember looking at it and being like, oh Harry. Here's why I remember specifically. I'm going to do a little shout out. I was working at Seventeen Magazine at the time, and my co I had this one coworker, um, Miranda, who was Australian and just like super cool and always hanging out with cool people. There's always figures like this in the media who you're just like, okay, we're both working in the media, but you're like partying with P Diddy, and I'm like on a fire escape yeah. drinking a six pack. So <laughs> she was at the party in Vegas. <gasps> Not the not She's so lucky. not the party of like six that were in the hotel room getting naked. I wish, um, but she casually posted on her freaking Instagram because Instagram had launched like the year before or mm-hmm. had become popular the year before. This was like 2012. Um, she posted casually a picture of her high fiving Harry in the in that p- 
cool. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. That's so cool. I actually don't think she posted a picture that was actually of her, like that she had taken. It was a paparazzi photo that she was in. And sh- and Harry, she's reaching over people's heads to Harry and Harry's high-fiving her over people's does heads. Does she want to be on our show? I mean, yeah, I, could, I can locate her. She's currently globetrotting as one does. Oh, yes. Um, but yes, so that, the Vegas incident, there were really multiple incidences. So first he was at a pool party, um, which are the, the grossest concept um to me is always those like big vegas hotel pool parties where there's like you pay a hundred dollars and you're surrounded by hundreds of people and everyone's like taking shots off each other and making out the only time i went to a party like that was in cabo um last year but i had just broken my foot so i couldn't go inside the water (laughs) so i just sat by myself (laughs) and everyone was like in the pool talking and flirting and i was just kind of sitting there like hey and i was trying not to drink because i didn't want to hurt my foot more i just like the idea of you having one leg in the pool (laughs) that's so but yes so he was photographed in the pool with like chicks hanging around him just looking like kind of a drunk buffoon he was like in his late 20s at this point yeah this was before the hairy revolution yeah it was post um the nazi halloween costume that was he was pretty young yeah and so this was like his late 20s and so but he's clearly like wasted um wearing like a sort of a bucket hat and it was really controversial for the british press we don't care about any of this and we didn't at the time um american press but the british press was upset because he was photographed with his friend like people could identify in the crowd Mm -hmm. who was there of course because that's their jobs the british journalists um and they're like okay that's his best friend i see him on the left and on the right was his bodyguard was like in the pool with him And or like his, you know, one of his assigned handlers. And they were like, we are our taxes go to send this bodyguard to Vegas to get drunk in a pool. Yeah. First of all, no one was protecting Harry in that moment. He was like in a pool with hundreds of people plastered. I'm sure that he was ready to leap if someone <laughs> something was happening leap I'm, I'm gonna start a rumor and I, I, I uh, fact check me on this but I feel like he was also photographed drinking the bodyguard was drinking I don't they're I all just like remember. drinking in the pool first of all if nothing else he is a ginge and he's in under the Vegas sun that's yeah. not safe it was night though right no, no it it's day really he was it day was drinking day. he was day drinking he was going up to ladies asking which one of you is single he was photographed just like looking drunk, wearing man jewelry. <laughs> and not like man jewelry the way he wears bracelets now, but like a necklace. Yeah, you know? it's not cute. And then later that night, in pictures published by TMZ, he had a private party in a hotel room. This is what I was thinking of with night. Yeah, that's yes. night. Yes. Yeah. Um, so later on, it was just him naked, literally like cup in his hand uh, over man The parts. royal jewels, if you will. Yes, yeah. that's a good way to put it. Thank you. Um, and... He was just, you know, living his life. But okay, it does suck for him that people published these pictures. Yeah, Not I do people feel like people, as in people. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. feel like isn't he allowed to have a drunk night in Vegas? <laughs> I guess like you don't like, want isn't to publish. He allowed to play strip pool. But he's not like doing any harm. I think that like the Nazi thing was so oh, much course. worse. You of know, course. this is just this was Can't, deeply unfortunate. Yeah, like who hasn't had a drunken night? You well, know what the I thing mean? Is that, I've never been naked in Vegas, to be frank, but. <laughs> You know, I well, think I've Harry's never been little... to Vegas, so yeah. Yeah. not knows? yet. Yeah. Who knows? What we, what... I've only been when I was fourteen. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows what wacky hijinks I would get up to if I were rich and in Vegas in yeah. my late twenties? But like, honestly, it was—it's part of why we loved him so much. It's like that kind of uh, 
it's that kind of moment that made mm-hmm. us love Harry. When you think back of like, why do I love that rascal? And it's like, oh, because he gets wasted and gets naked in Vegas. Yeah, and he has screw-ups just like the rest of us have screw-ups. And I feel like now, even though he is like this reformed married man who's, you know, very philanthropic and so personable. I mean, he always was. But it's like, you know that there's a little bit of that still in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got it out of his system. So th- that moment was necessary. Uh, and again, it just makes me so, so happy. Um, so before we adjourn the Royal Pod, we have some Royal Highs and Lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. It was a slow week, but we still have some. Lisa? My high is thinking about the Wimbledon faces at Cape May. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. More to come, fingers crossed. Yes, fingers <laughs> crossed. How about you, Dana? Well, on the Wimbledon note, the Duchess of Kent, who used to hand out prizes with her husband, the Duke of Kent, at Wimbledon, she hasn't as much in recent years because she's been older and kind of just wants to live a more private life. Also note, this is not Princess Michael of Kent. Duchess of Kent. Not D- the racist. Different person. Different person. Um, she gave an Im- interview about Wimbledon and she never speaks publicly. So it's kind of cool to see a royal who doesn't speak publicly, you know, sit down for an interview. We don't even see royals sit down for interviews that much. So whenever they do, it's very exciting. Okay, good. Um, my high is having any opportunity to discuss naked Prince Harry mm-hmm. in a, a semi-appropriate setting. So I thank you guys for giving me that today. Very important. Um, how about any lows, Lisa? My low is Queen Elizabeth not taking care of her knee. Take care of your knee a little bit. Have that surgery. Just, and like when you get surgery, you get some like painkillers that you can take. Yeah. Yeah. And like Philip did his hip surgery, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hopeful for August. Like Mm -hmm. we're not going to worry about you too much. I'm only going to worry if you don't take care of yourself. Yeah. I'm using the tone of voice my mom uses when she's upset (laughs) with me for not getting a flu shot. Treat yourself to knee surgery. Yeah. (laughs) God, you can afford it. Um, How about you for low? Um, I was sad there weren't more photos from the polo this weekend. Like I wanted a really good shot of Megan and Serena together. Yeah. And there really just like wasn't anything great. Yeah. So, but I'm glad we did get to see them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, My low, my, we had no Thomas Markle this week. So what do I have to be sad about? I read something about. <gasps> oh God! That, wait, no, I have a new low. Yeah, there is rumors that Samantha Markle is going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. No, Ew. yeah, Ew. I totally forgot about that until this moment. I saw Ugh. it today. Wait, that's the British show, right? We don't do that here. No, I think we do do that here, but I think it is the British version. Okay, she'll be good. going on. I mean, Ugh. again, the British have given us so much, but they love trashy garbage TV, they magazines, really newspapers. So, like, I feel less upset if it's a British TV show. Yeah. And what I read about Thomas Markle was Richard Kay saying that um, Thomas is really upset because no one from the royal family is talking to him anymore. Yeah. And like, he went to talk to TMZ. Yeah. And so now he's like weighing his options of other interviews and other ways to get money. Ugh. Wow, guys. So I didn't have a low. Sorry. <laughs> but I do now. So that's... <laughs> can we go back to Naked Prince Harry? Um, so Naked Prince Harry, all for me. Um, Diana, where can people follow you on social media? Um, I'm Diana Pearl. Diana spelled like Princess Diana. And then Pearl, P-E-R-L, underscore on Twitter. And then Diana S. Pearl on Instagram. Excellent. Lisa? Lisa Raya on Twitter. And you can read my writing at The Cut. Excellent. Um, you can find me, Caitlin Menza, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram, and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. Follow the show on Instagram, at Royally Obsessed Podcast, or join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Please remember to subscribe wherever podcasts land and leave us a five-star review. Until next week, God save the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. 
God Save the Pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.